Welcome to another week of the Lucky Par Podcasts with your hosts, Jason and Josh Schlau. This week, we are going to go over last week's results of the Sanderson Farms Championship. And this week, we are going to Las Vegas, Nevada for the Shriner Children's Open at TPC of Sutherland. Josh, let's go over last week's results. Last week, Burns started uh, started with a first round 68, and then he followed it with consecutive. He shot 66, 65, 67 to shoot a total of 266, which is 22 under to get it done. And Jay says he wasn't going to get it done. I knew he was going to get it done, but I didn't have a DraftKings in, so it didn't even matter. But he still won. Hopefully, you picked him and you got it done with me. But Again, he played solid golf and only carded four bogeys all week. But what was really interested, interesting to me about Sam Burns' win this week is his putting. We said putting was a huge factor last week, and he was ranked 138th in the field. That is brutal, but guess what? When my boy hits 87%, 87% of the greens in regulation, it doesn't matter how good you putt. Because uh, the rest of his stats looked really good, man. He was first in shots gained off the tee, seconds in shots gained in his approach because he hit 87% of the greens of regulation over the course of the whole week. And he was first in shots gained from tee to green. So that was dope. So let's go over some of my picks that I had last week uh, that I failed to play, but... We're not going to talk about that. I've been pretty busy, so. But you better believe this week I'll get I'll get a couple lineups in. Um, so last week again I had Sam Burns. Uh, he he found his way to the uh, victory winner circle, as I I would say. And then my second pick I had Sung J M. He was ten thousand three hundred. He had another good outing. He finished tied thirty first, uh, shooting thirteen under for the week. What killed him that week was hitting greens. I mean, he hit just over 60% of the greens all week, so he really struggled to find greens in regulation. But all in all, it was a solid performance that week by Sung Jay, and he, he made the cut, So, and that's what we're looking for in DraftKings. You just got to keep piling up those points in order to place and cash. Um, Harold Barner the third, I took him as well at 9,200. And if you guys have been listening to the last few weeks, you know I was high on Harold Varner for the last few weeks. And again, he didn't disappoint this week. Tied 11th, shooting 18 under total. This makes his fifth top 20 finish in the last seven events. What a stud. Um, I also had, in the 9K range, I also had Cameron Tringali. He was 9,400. He finished right there with Harold Varner, the third. He finished tied 11th. Um, he's been, you know, Cameron's been a very consistent golfer over the last 24 and 36 rounds. He struggles a little bit with the driver, but I didn't hesitate to pick him because, as you know, like I said last week, driver didn't really play much of a factor. And then my well, another one of my picks is Aaron Wise. I had him at 8,300. He finished at T26 at 15 under for the week. 
He could have finished a lot better, but his final round, he struggled a little bit, carding a 72 with two bogeys and a double. Either way, he made the cut, and making cuts counts as points earned on DraftKings. So before we get into this week, Jay, what did you get for last week? How were your picks looking? Um, I had a couple of guys miss the cut. Um, I had Griffin. Uh, he went uh, four under, even par. Um, cut line was five under, so he was finished four under. Uh, and then the the Jagus was even par. He went minus one plus one. I had uh, M. He was thirteen under. He went um, minus five, minus three, minus two, minus three. I had Trungali. Um, he finished at eighteen under. I had Hoffman at eleven under, and then uh, I slid McCarthy in there. Um, yeah, did not. You did, you did I, text me late about that. I didn't no. like that. I didn't discuss McCarthy at all. And McCarthy played his ass off until the last round. What did he uh, shoot the last round? He he well he went three under, seven under, seven under. So he shot sixty five both round two and round three, and then he went seventy three. Fucking yeah. plus, brutal. That's still solid performance. I, I slid him in there. I didn't discuss it, so uh, I apologize. That was like Aaron Wise. I mean, he shot 72, carded two bogeys and a double. Without that, I mean, 15, you're looking at, what's that, four shots? You're looking at 19 under. He could have been easily, so. Yeah, and, and for all you listeners out there, uh, Sam Burns was 22 under. Was what? 22 under. Uh-huh. Who liked him? Uh, you feel the burn? <laughs> let's go all right so that's all you got you want to hop into this week uh yeah so we're gonna start off um in the 10k range but let's before we get into any of that we need to go over course conditions and weather josh yes. to our weather meteorologists yeah before we even do that we got to talk about last year's winner martin laird martin laird shot 23 under par and he won last year 2020 the the Shriners Hospital for Children Open. Um, after winning a three-man playoff, he had the playoff with Austin Cook and Matthew Wolf. He won in the second hole. It was the 17th par three. He made birdie and took the victory home. This win makes number four for Laird on the PGA Tour. Martin Laird is actually priced $7,100 this week. He's cheap, but there's a reason he ch- he's cheap. I'm not taking him. He missed the last six out of eight cuts. So be my guest. If you like past winners, be all about it. But I'm staying away from him. Now let's get back. Now let's talk about the weather and the course breakdown for this year. Again, the course breakdown, we're at the Shiner, the Shriners Hospital for Children Open. The golf course is TPC Summerlin, and that's in Clark County, Nevada. Let's go. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Isn't that what they said? They say so it is a par 71. The weather looks good. There's a slight chance of rain on Friday, but besides that, the weather should be perfect. Mid to low 70s uh, for the for that week. The length this week, TPC uh, Summerlin is going to measure around 7300 yards. And if you know anything about Vegas, um, 7,300 yards isn't that long. It sounds long, but it's really not. The ball flies, and it travels a mile out in Vegas. Uh, so it's really not that long of a course. 
So the fairways, they're going to be a little wider than your tour average, so they should be a lot easier to hit. If you want to take that into consideration, rough is going to be, if it's similar to last year, we can expect the rough to be short. The greens are bent greens. Um, the greens here are known to be fast. The field, so the field, we finally get to see some guys in the top 30 playing this week. The field is decently strong, so that means there should be some sneaky picks in there in all price ranges. So we here, it's going to be a little easier to pick some some good players that are in your 7 to 6K range compared to as a couple weeks ago where, I mean, it's your ranking basically all the scrubs so that's it's a lot harder to uh to find those guys in that range the winning score here i am going to see the winning score be pretty consistent how it's been the past few years it's gonna be 20 under or better my optimal lineup this week is going to be approach shots so i want guys that are good at getting the ball to the green the ball striking i want good ball strikers and i want good putters so that is that, and that brings us straight to the 10K range, Jay. I'll start it off 10K um, at 10 200. I'm going to go with uh, Webb Simpson this week. Last 12 rounds, 13 tee to green, 3 in shots gained, 22 in approach, 23rd in around the green, and 7th in putting on bent. He is 23rd in DraftKings points. He's average shots gained in the last five rounds. He's been two and a half strokes gained in approach, uh, just under one in around the green, a stroke and a half in putting. Uh, top two ten. Uh, he's top two ten finishes in the last ten tournaments. Uh, ninth at the RBC Heritage and seventh at the Wyndham. All hey, right. Before I go. With the avoid, of course. Okay, well, I'll let Jay. Who do you think I picked here? I picked him last week. He was eleven thousand, though. Yeah, I am Burns. <laughs> yeah, Sam Burns. He's a little cheaper now. We get a discount on him. He's uh, ten thousand nine hundred. Um, I know he's coming off a win, and that may scare people. But with my custom stat model, he's still number one on my list when it comes to stats that I care about this week. He checks all the boxes. You know, in the last 24 rounds, he ranks 12th in ball striking, 26th in approach, and 10th in putting. And in his last 36, he ranks 11th in ball striking, 19th in approach, and 11th in putting. His putting last week, it was actually top of the field. It was first in the field in all those categories. But I think he slid back a little bit because of how bad he putted last week. I'm hoping that he gets on that putting grade. And turns it around. His calculated ownership this week is probably going to be right around 11%. So I have no avoid here, Jay. What's your avoid? I'm going to avoid uh, Brooks Kepka this week. Okay. He's at 11-1. Last nine rounds, 113th in shots gained, 25th in approach, 46th in around the green, but an awful 127th in putting on Brent Bent. Uh, last five last five rounds, he's um, lost almost half a shot around the green, um, a little over, um, a little less than half in putting, 
Um, I would say one fourth in approach. Last three tournaments, 54th at the St. Jude, 31st at the Northern Trust, um, and then 22nd at the BMW. All right, all right. Um, so that drops us into the 9K range. Do you want me to start off, or you want to start off? Good. All right, so the 9K range, I'm picking Louis Ustazen. And he's the top guy at this list on the 9K range. He's at 9,900. Um, but there's a good reason he is. Louis made his last 14 cuts in a row with eight top 15 finishes. Uh, when it comes to my custom stat model for Louis, he actually ranks out first in the field in the past 36 rounds and second in the field in the last 24. So in the last 24 rounds, Ustazen is 21st in ball striking, 12th in approach, and 22nd in putting. In his last 36, he's 35th in ball striking, 40th in approach, and 6th in putting. You can expect the calculated ownership for Louie to be about 10%. And I actually got one more pick in this price range. It is Harris English. He's at 9300 this is another great pick. In his past 24 rounds, he ranks out fourth on my custom stat model. Harris English made his last 11 cuts in a row with five top 15 finishes and a victory back in June at the Travelers. In the last 24 rounds, he ranks 43rd in ball striking, 30, 33rd in approach, 3rd in putting. In his last 36 rounds, he's 22nd in ball striking, second in approach, and 12th in putting. You can expect his ownership to be right around 9%. Jay, what do you got? I'm going a little lower, uh, right at 9,000. I'm going to go with Siwoo Kim. Um, he's at 9,000 exactly. Last 17 rounds, one in total shots gained, one tee to green, third in ball striking, third in approach, first in around the green, uh, 67th in putting on bent. Uh, his choice, of course, is Bermuda, but he's going to um, putt much better this week because he'll be on my team. Uh, last five rounds, average. Uh, his average strokes per round, uh, he's gained uh, half a stroke in putting, just under two strokes in approach, uh, just under three strokes in around the green. Last top ten finishes um, at the Sanderson Farm. Um, and second at the Wyndham. Yeah, I do like that. He did finish eighth uh, last week at the Sanderson Farm. And before that, at the uh, Fortnite Championship, he was actually 11th. So he's he's got back-to-back -back, uh, tournaments where he looked pretty good. So I love that pick there. Um, Wait, you, what do we got for you have any avoid? Yes. Uh, right at 9,500, Hideki Matsuyama. Okay. Uh, last 14 rounds, 111th total shots gained. Um, 89 in approach, 104, 134th in putting. One top, um, so, uh, yeah, I guess he'll be my void. Okay, I like that. So that brings us down to the 8K range. Um, the 8K range, I'm going with Paul Casey. It depends how you cut him up here. Um, 
it depends how you narrow them down, if you like them on Ben or don't like them on Ben. But I'm just taking stats based off of just everything, all greens, everything. That's how I like keeping some of my stats. I know if you narrow it down, he doesn't look as good. But he did make his last eight cuts in a row. Um, and this will be his first tournament since the end of August. So that's kind of a little scary. I guess that can go both ways, right, Jay? That can be a good thing or a bad thing. He can, he's either putting in the work practicing or he's drinking the beer like we are at the house. Correction, Josh. I took him in the Ryder Cup, didn't play so well. Yeah, but I'm talking about actual tournament. Action like, tournaments, yes. Yeah, cut tournaments. The Ryder Cup was a goofy tournament. We know that. So it, it, could, be, it could go both ways. His last notable finish was in the beginning of August. He finished fifth at the WGC St. Jude tournament. Uh, but his stats over the last 24 rounds look really, really good, except one. And that one, it, it could be a crucial, crucial stat. It's his putting. In the last 24 rounds, he ranks first in ball striking, first in approach, but 103rd in putting. In his last 36 rounds, he ranks first in ball striking, first in approach again, 98th in putting. So it's pretty obvious that if we can get, if he can get his putter going, he can win this event. But again, Paul's Casey's Achilles heel, he is awful on bent greens, so take that with uh, some caution. But I do like him, and his calculated ownership here is going to be 10%. What do you got in that AK range, Jay? I'm going to go right at 8,600. I'm going to take Patrick Reed this week. Last nine rounds, second total shots gained, six in tee to green, second in approach, 32nd in around the green, seventh in putting on bent, fourth in DraftKings points. He averages almost one, uh, a half a stroke on bent, and his ownership is 15%. So uh, I think he's going to be a really good pick this week in one of your lineups. I do not have an avoid. Okay. Yeah, I did have uh, – I had him on – Patrick Reed on my radar as well. I do like that pick. So that's going to bring us into the 7K range, and I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to go at 7,600 Taylor Gooch. He uh, – personally to me, he looks the best in this price range, especially when I stat him out based off of what I think is important which is your ball striking approach and putting. He's fourth on my list here. Um, and he did finish fourth in the last outing at the Fortinet Championship. Although he did miss a cut in mid-August, I'm not too worried about it because he made seven straight cuts before that. In his last 24 rounds, he's 39th in ball striking, 8th in approach, 85th in putting. In his last 36, we got him at 45th in ball striking, 11th in approach, and 71st in putting, he's going to be low-owned. His, his calculated ownership here is about 7%, so he could be a sneaky one there. If uh, you take him and nobody at the top does, you better believe you'll see your yourself moving up that leaderboard if he plays well. Um, Alan DraftKings, that is. And my next pick, I'm going with him again this week. I picked him last week. He missed the cut last week, but again, on paper, he looks great he looks phenomenal and i'm gonna give him another shot seamus power at 7400 his uh in his last 24 rounds he still ranks 45th in ball striking 49th in approach and he's a good putter 11th in putting 
In his last 36 rounds, he's 30th in ball striking, 35th in approach, and 20th in putting. His calculated ownership is going to be 6%. Jay, what do you got in that 7K range? Uh, you picked him. Uh, I went with power as well. Uh, okay. Added him out pretty well. The only thing that I would add with this guy, uh, he did miss the cut last week, but in his last five tournaments, he has gained four strokes to, uh, in total shots gained. Last 10 tournaments, fifth, or I, I'm sorry, he's averaged five strokes in total shots gained in the last 10 tournaments. So this guy, stat-wise, is a well pick for uh, the 7K range. I do um, do have an avoid here. Um, I do understand that he did finish second at the Sanderson Farms. Uh, I'm going to avoid Cameron Young at all avoid um, at all costs here. He's right at 7,000. He's missed seven cuts out of the last 10 tournaments. He's, he finished second last week. Um, last 10 rounds averaged minus almost – he he's lost almost two strokes in approach um, in the last 10 rounds. So uh, with that, I'm going to avoid him at all costs this week. Okay. I like that. Oh, and if you guys haven't realized, I haven't said any avoids. <clears throat> I don't know that I want to do that anymore because every time I open my mouth like Matt Wolf, I avoided last week, played well. Um, so I'm going to give you who I like. If I see an absolute, if I see a person that just pops off the charts to avoid, I'll throw him in there. But besides that, that's why I'd, you haven't heard any avoids from me. Um, anyhow. Well, there won't be any shit talking anymore. Come on, Josh. I mean, I pay, I avoided Burns last week, and guess what? You rubbed it in my face this week. <laughs> all right, all right. Next week I'll start with the avoids again. Okay, <laughs> that that's true. It does it does keep the shit. But I'm one and zero in shit talking, so I might not put the avoids back that, on there. Well, that that's exactly why you're avoiding the avoids. Well, I think that made well made up for my Ian Poulter pick at the Ryder Cup, huh? God. <laughs> All right, so in the 6K range... He picked Ian Poulter solely based off of Instagram. Uh, and, well, he's a Ryder Cup... I mean, he loves Ryder Cup action. Yeah. He's just... He's he's Ian Poulter. Just like he How likes can you not pick him? That's right. What, what's that? Just like he likes his plaid pants. Yeah, that's yeah. he does. He does. All right, so in the 6K range, um, I'm going pretty low in this this price range here he's a little sneaky guy flying under the radar i'm taking mark hubbard at 6100 for this guy for me this guy's a no-brainer in this price range over the last 24 rounds with my custom stat model he ranks fifth out of the entire field now he fades a little bit to 28th over the last 36 rounds which could be expected at this price range of 6100 but again i'm a recent form guy Jason knows all about that with my last pick last week that ended up winning the tournament. This guy made his last 10 out of 11 cuts with four top 20 finishes. I mean, it speaks for itself. Talk about a value pick at 6,100. In his last 24 rounds, he ranks 35th in ball striking, 18th in approach, 20th in putting. In his last 36 rounds, he ranks 69th in ball striking, 45th in approach, and 24th in putting. And his calculated ownership is about 7%. I mean, this guy stands out. I like him a lot. 
I'm putting him in probably a couple lineups, and hopefully he can get it done this week. I'm going to go a little bit higher at 6,300 with Hank Libiota. Last eight rounds, 11th total shots gained, 21st in Tita Green, 22nd ball striking, 15th in approach, 24th in putting on bent. He's averaged a half a stroke on bent. Last 10 rounds, averaging just over four strokes in total shots gained. Almost half a stroke in Tita Green. A stroke and a half in approach and two over two strokes in putting. Uh, so he's going to be my pick right at 6,300. Josh, of course, you don't have any avoids this week, right? So uh, let me go. <laughs> let me go ahead with my avoid. I mean, you could see, and Josh, I'm sure will uh, tell you a bunch of people here in a second on who he wouldn't put on his team in that 6,000 range because there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite saying. <laughs> so. I'm going to avoid, actually, J.T. Poston here at 6,400. Last 10 rounds, 118th total shots gained, 120th tee to green, 117th in shots gained, 97th in approach, 116th around the green, and 101 in putting. Last five rounds, he's averaged negative three strokes in total shots gained. He's given up. About two and a half strokes, tee to green, one and a half strokes in approach. Last four tournaments, he's missed the cut. So uh, he's one guy that I would totally avoid this week. And Josh, let's hear. Uh, let's hear. I'm sure you can see several avoids this week in that price range. Yeah, um, there is a lot. If I'm going to go in that 6K price range, oh my God, there's too many that even speak about if uh keith mitchell i I mean there's no point keith mitchell um yeah harry higgs he i would actually avoid him his ball striking and approach are awful in the past 24 he ranks 136 zach johnson yeah zach johnson in tita green 117th ball striking 126th on approach he is a good putter though but um, I would still avoid him. Uh, that was the last eight rounds. Um, I would avoid McCarthy this week, even though I picked him last week. Um, Snitaker, he's 97th in total, Tita Green. Uh, 122nd in ball striking, 128 off the tee. Not too bad in putting. Uh, who else we got? Uh, you see any other uh, big names? Uh, Steele, I'd avoid him. Uh, what is he? 100th and around the green, 89th off the tee. 60, uh, no, 72 in putting. Um, who else you got, Josh? I see uh, Reeve. I would avoid him. Um, there's a lot of guys in the 6,000 range. That yeah, I there would, is. It's, yeah. So, I think it is, though. I mean, you're, you're going to, you know, pick somebody that, uh, one part of their game is struggling, the other part is not. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta get lucky, honestly. I mean, a lot of the guys, if you're picking in DraftKings, 
a lot of the guys first first and second round i mean what this last tournament you had a couple of t- uh, corn fairy guys that were up in the top of the leaderboard so uh you would have never guessed you know in this price range you're kind of picking and uh flipping a coin almost would you yeah. say yeah yeah, no, I agree with that. And another good pick. Um, again, I'm hot. I'm hot on Mito. Um, I picked him a few weeks back. He is 7,800. If you guys want to take a peek at him, um, he finished third in the Fortnite Championship and 31st last week. So he's a guy to keep on the radar. He's a corn fairy guy. Um, just you know, kind of breaking into the PGA Tour. But I think you're going to see big things from him. So if you needed one more person in that 7,000 7, range. Mito is your guy. Um, that's M-I-T-O, last name, P-E-R-E-I-R-A. So I do like him. Um, I'm actually trying to work on, I am going to get all of my notes up on luckypar.com. You just go to luckypar.com. You'll see the blog area. I don't have products up yet. Still in the works. So um our shirts are still with the designer i'm working with the designer and with the manufacturer so anyways if you want our breakdown of everybody i like for this tournament go to luckypar.com you'll see right on the front page my blog for the shriners hospital uh for children open and you'll see all my other ones for each week and this is where i post them every single week after we discuss it live here so yeah, and uh, it takes you, I mean, after you listen to this podcast, it literally will take you about one to two minutes if you jump over to, to Apple uh, Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, iPad, any Apple product, uh, go ahead and hit the five stars uh, and give us a little comment in the review section. Uh, Josh, uh, you know, if anybody's from Tampa, Florida, um, representing, uh, give Josh a little like, you know, I'm here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, uh, so, uh, just hit us up, give us a little, uh, five star. Uh, we're on, uh, in Apple podcasts, we're on, you know, TikTok. Josh, uh, we'll have some, uh, golf instruction videos coming soon. Um, and, uh, that's about it. So we got, um, and we've got our Instagram, of course. So, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram as well. Um, but as always, may your screens be green. And uh, we will see you next week. That's right. Have a good week.